Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Kushlash in Vegas, the podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Kusha, a.k.a. Kushlash. As you guys know, we're up in SoundCloud, Kushlash in Vegas, the podcast, and iTunes and all the other podcast catchers out there. And my thread on 2 Plus 2 is Kushlash in Vegas, TLDR, and that's in the Las Vegas lifestyle section of that forum. There's been a, a little bit of activity lately in that uh, in that forum and, or in, in, my, in my thread just kind of discussing my quest for employment, some people giving tips. So I really appreciate that. And I think there's been some, some good discussion there. So with that, we're going to get right into it. The first thing I wanted to talk about today is I was in one of the best games I've been in in a long time, uh, about a week ago. And even though it was, it was a fantastic, great game. What often happens in games where, where people are splashing around is is you just kind of have to make a hand like you have to make the best hand there's not a lot of there's not a lot of good bluff spots so unfortunately didn't didn't run great in that department i didn't run bad or anything like that i i actually lost like less than 100 bucks it wasn't even uh, it wasn't even worth worth <laughs> worth mentioning but uh one of the things i wanted to talk about was i was sitting there and and there was people around me were just smashing uh running up huge stacks one of one of my friends there ended up leaving with definitely more than 4k in his stack another another guy that wasn't even a good player just a just kind of a wreck i wouldn't he wasn't a huge you know he wasn't spewing off or anything but definitely a recreational player he he in a very short order built up a, over a 3k stack and went ended up going to the 510 game and then another reg who plays plays relatively tight he's known around he's known around the win as a, as kind of as a robot of sorts and and just always plays well and doesn't seem to make any big mistakes he ran up a stack to to over 6k by the time that I left and I was starting to get a little bit frustrated because I just look around me and I see other people winning just gigantic pots and and just nothing not doing anything spectacular you know flopping sets getting stacks flopping sets getting stacks making flushes getting stacks and and it's pretty frustrating to sit there and just keep folding like eight eight deuce and stuff while while everyone around you seems to be crushing but you know, it's it's one of those times when I, I, I was getting a little flustered and I, I had to remind myself, I've like you've been that guy before. You know, I I can remember a couple times in, you know, some of my recent upswings where I've been that guy that's that's that builds up a four or five K stack and everyone else is still sitting with their fifteen hundred dollar buy in. You know, I've I've been that guy before. So just remembering that it's it's one day and and just because it's a good game, you're not guaranteed to 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 win at all, let alone to to build up a huge stack. So, just remembering, you know, I've been that guy, and so it doesn't matter that today they're they're that guy. So, and 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 what ended up happening is the the very next day I got myself into a very big pot, and and you know I was on the other side of it, and I actually got pretty lucky. I got. A, I, I I got a set in against a flush and and got there, so I got I got lucky to win the pot. But here I am sitting on a 4K stack and and thinking, you know, hey, now I'm that guy today. So so it's just one of those things where you have to. I had to remind myself to not be results oriented and to say, you know, you've been on the other side of it. So there's no there's no reason to be flustered or upset. Just you're in a good game 
play your best and that's it. That's all you can, that's all that you can really do. So, uh, so that was, that was interesting. And then the second thing that I kind of want to talk about is that kind of dovetailing off of my last episode where I was talking about how I'm, you know, kind of getting more active in looking for employment and I'm still doing that and kind of just using poker as a vehicle to, to pay my bills while I'm looking for other employment and kind of that there's that struggle in me that wants to just not play poker for a little while just because playing poker makes me, you know, if I go in my 20 hours a week, I feel like, okay, you know, we're good. That's enough. And then I don't feel motivated outside of that. I I've been, I've been doing okay with, with playing a little bit. I'm, I might not get, you know, my 20 hours a week, but I've been okay with, with playing a little bit and continuing to be motivated to do stuff outside of poker to, uh, you know, with the end goal of extricating myself from, from full-time poker. And so that's been going, that's been going well. I'm just deciding to play as much as is fun and as much as, as much as I can without decreasing my motivation to do other things. And so, you know, if that's not 20 hours a week, then that's fine. You know, if it's only 10 hours a week, that's fine. I can survive on making less than I'm spending for a little while, as long as it's a transitionary period and not, uh, not an extended thing. So that's kind of where I was at. And, and the reason I bring that up is just cause I, I was, I, I kind of got it in my head, like, okay, I'm going to play these 15 to 20 hours a week and I'm just going to, I'm just going to deal with it. But man, I was sitting at the table and there was one day and this was just one day. So it's, it's not, it's not indicative of how I am at the table all the time, but there's just this one day and, and I looked at my phone, I swear like eight times a minute. It just was, it just was for some reason, I just really didn't want to be there. And, and I'd look at my phone and, and, and then put it down and pay attention for what seemed like an hour. And then I'd pick my phone up and it had been like three minutes. And so it was, it was terrible. So, and I try to avoid doing that. And one of the, one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot with poker is that, is that uh, I think what's been missing from, from my life a lot recently is work. And the, one of the reasons I got into poker was because I had this idea of in my head of, I wanted to avoid work if I could, that, that I'd be happier. Like my life would be better if I could avoid work if possible. You know, we have to do this silly thing called making a living. And so I thought I found a way to make a living without having to work, but I'm starting to figure out that it's, it makes, it kind of muddles everything up, uh, in my, in my head when I don't have work because I'm constantly in this state of, and for a long time, I thought it was a self-employment type thing where because I'm self-employed, there's, and you know, there's always a poker game. There's always a poker game I can head off to and play. So it's hard to relax on your off time. But I think really the crux of the issue is that on my on time, I wasn't working, you know? When I first started playing poker and when I was in high school and when I was in college with school and, and jobs and clubs and sports and all that stuff, I was working a lot. And it made enjoying my free time really easy because on the weekends and stuff, I knew I had busted my ass during the week. You know, I went to football practice. I went to school. I, I had clubs and stuff and stuff of that nature. So I knew I was busting my ass. And so when I got home, I had no problem enjoying my free time because I knew I could relax. 
in my first year year of uh, my first few years playing poker i was working hard on my game i was playing a lot more and while i was playing i wasn't worried about oh is this fun am i not having fun anymore no i was i was my my goal was to be able to make a living playing poker i wasn't thinking about how much fun i was having i was thinking about how i can how can i figure this out you know so so I was working a lot more, even, even if I was work, even if it was the same amount of hours, uh, it was, it, they were, they were working hours. And so when I, when I was, when I had my free time, I, I could enjoy it because I knew I busted my ass that week. I knew I played 35 hours of poker that week and spent, you know, 15 hours also reading, listening to podcasts, analyzing my own hands, talking to other players and stuff like that. Whereas now I play, you know, 20 hours a week or, or, you know, in the, for the past year or so, you know, I play 20 hours a week. And while I'm at the poker table, I'm looking at my phone half the time and trying to get into a conversation with somebody. So I don't want to gouge my eyes out at the poker table. And it doesn't, it's not work at all. It's, it's just, you know, it's, it's just going through the motions. I'm not actually working. So one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot lately is maybe I need to get back to work. And, and that doesn't, that's just a, that's a mindset. It's not an employment thing. It's not a, it's not a job thing. It's just a get back to work in my mind so that I can, so that I can have this kind of yin and yang of, of work and play. Whereas right now I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of constantly have one foot in the work in the work mindset and one foot in play. And that goes for when I'm home too. You know, I, I, I feel like I'm when I'm, you know, th- this goes for playing poker. As I talked about when I'm playing, I'm, I'm kind of somewhere else in my mind a lot of the times and I'm on my phone or trying to have fun while at the thing that I don't super have fun in playing anymore. And, and so that's a problem. But then what I also do is when I go home and I'm working on applying for jobs and things like that. I do it kind of nonchalantly, kind of half-ass. I I sit on my couch with my computer and kind of browse. Oh, I'm gonna browse jobs for a little bit, and then uh, okay, I'm gonna go on Reddit for a little bit. Okay, let me browse jobs for a little bit again. Okay, let me work on this part of my resume for a little bit, and it's just and then I I'm so when I'm I'm trying to like turn my work into my free time. And then, so I feel bad. And so then I try to turn my free time while I'm on my free time. I try to turn it into work, but I'm doing both half-ass. I hope that makes sense. You know, so when I'm working, I'm, I'm also dicking around on my phone, but then when I'm supposed to have free time, I'm also, I'm also kind of, Oh, let me check email. Let me, let me look at some jobs stuff and let me work on my resume also kind of just casually. And what ends up happening is you're ne- I'm never fully engaged. And so I never get that kind of flow state of just being fully engaged in my work. But then at the same time, I'm never playing either. I'm never just truly relaxing and not thinking about something and uh, not thinking about something related to, to, you know, career, uh, the career aspect of my life. And so that's just becoming that just has become kind of a, a something I've I've been thinking about and something that I've cons- I've been considering and and thinking you know I need to I need to switch this up switch up my mindset just a little bit and you know instead of instead of dicking around on my phone while I play poker maybe just 
just do it for like four hours, five hours, like really focus on poker. And I, I did that in my last session. I said, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to play. And it, it lasted about three hours, but that's better than, that's way better than I was doing before. It lasted about three hours where I was just sitting there focused. Uh, I would, I would minimize the amount that I looked at my phone. I, I, I told myself every time the new dealer sat down, I said, keep this phone face down until the new dealer sits down. And, and what ended up happening is the, the new dealer would, would sit down and I'd be like, okay, now I'm allowed to look at my phone. I'd look at it and I'd say, well, I don't really have anything to do on my phone. So let me just put it back down and then I'm allowed to look at it again when the next user comes and inevitably same thing. It was just a distraction that I was using as an excuse to disengage. But when I just decide that I'm going to engage, the the phone becomes less of a distraction because I realize that it's not there's nothing there for me to actually do that needs to be done. It just was a way for me to for me to look away from from the poker table. So so there's that aspect of it. And then there's the other aspect of it where when I'm relaxing, I want to be relaxing and not casually browsing the the job sites or, oh, let me just quick do this thing on my resume. You know, no, I'm going to, I'm going to relax and that's okay. I need to allow myself to, to, to deload, I guess, and not, not be working on something. But then when I'm working on job stuff to be a hundred percent doing it, you know, do that for an hour or two, work on, work on my resume and, and do those things, but don't, don't, don't kind of do them while you're watching TV or don't do them while you're, you know, half browsing Reddit, half doing that. I mean, when I was in school, I used to just, I used to get my shit done, but like I would get my work done as far as homework and studying goes. And I was always baffled by friends who would take hours to do something that I did in a much shorter amount of time. And I, th- I thought it was maybe, maybe I'm just smarter than them, but I, I started to, you know, I, people who I, th- I thought of as just as, as intelligent or more intelligent than myself would, would say, oh, I spent eight hours in the library yesterday. And I would say, man, I've never spent more than just the 30 minutes between classes in a library. I never go to the library. What are you doing for eight hours in the fucking library? It just, it just boggled my mind. And I'd find out that, oh, they're, they're on Facebook. They have the Facebook window open the whole time and randomly chatting with people. And, and then they get distracted in the middle and watch a couple of YouTube videos. And I was just like, what are you talking about? Just do your fucking work and then it's done. And then you can totally relax. And, and so I've, I've kind of lost that mindset. I've just kind of broken into the whole where you're melding both things and just being distracted all the time. So, so yeah, just trying to just trying to work more towards towards that, towards towards being engaged in the work that I'm doing when I'm working so that I can be disengaged from everything when I'm relaxing and when I have my off time. And that way I can have this work play balance instead of having my entire life be one foot and the one foot in work and one foot in play and never really feeling like I did either. You know, I never really feel like I worked, but I also never really feel like I did any relaxing or did any playing and I'm just constantly, constantly doing both. So, so anyways, that's kind of what I've been thinking about a lot lately and just, uh, trying to, trying to define those lines a little bit more and say, like, you know, right, this, this is my work time. 
this is my play time and schedules I think go a long way with doing this it's definitely something I've struggled with since leaving the traditional schooling part of my life when everything was more or less scheduled and so now I kind of just do whatever the fuck I want whenever I want which sounds awesome but it also becomes problematic when you don't have those definite periods of play and work and I think that I think that instilling some some more stricter constraints with those things would would help me quite a bit so anyways that's kind of the topics I want to talk about just I guess a little bit of update on what's going on with me like I said just playing a few sessions a week and you know this week it ended up being two and that's okay you know that's that's fine so I've been I've been also trying to leverage my network a little bit. I got a little bit frustrated with just kind of filling out job applications online because it really is a shot. You really are just, you know, throwing darts into, into the into the abyss when you're when you're applying for jobs on just with no connection whatsoever. You just apply on the website or on the on like a job board or whatever. And it's pretty disheartening. I saw a there is a company that did a, uh, it's they did a, they have a website that helps people to, the website is called 80,000hours.org and, and they help people to plan their career in such a way that it has the most positive impact on the world. And one of the things they su- suggest when talking about finding a job is, is really leveraging your network because they estimate that the chance of getting a job on average, the chance of getting a job when you just apply to something that you see online is one in a thousand. And so you'd have to apply for a hundred jobs just to have a 10% chance of landing something. And as I've talked about with kind of having a non-traditional, non-standard resume, uh, I think my chances are even lower than that. So, and, and I've talked to some people, you know, between the poker table and stuff like that about how a lot of these companies don't even they don't even look at the applications that come in from from the from career builder or wherever they've posted their job site or or if they've just posted it on the company website they already have people in mind for the job whether it be from somebody inside the company or from somebody somebody that somebody in the company knows they already have people in line to take these jobs but because of certain and and don't and I'm not you know I'm not an expert at this, but I I feel my intuition says you know there's probably some sort of rule like equal opportunity employer rule where they have to post the job online or they have to they have to publicly advertise for for a certain amount of positions or something like that in order to be a publicly traded company or something like that, and so they don't even they don't even look at those at those at those submissions a lot of the times. And if they do, I mean, if they post something online, uh, certainly they're getting just tons of submissions. So they're not going to be looking super closely. And so the, they're just going to see the poker thing and say, well, we have 8,000 other applicants. So we don't want to deal with, we don't want to have to spend the time to figure out if this one is, this one doesn't meet the cookie cutter standards. So, and rightfully so for them for, for doing that. So uh, it just seems like a pretty futile uh, exercise. So anyways, long story short, what I ended up doing is I went to the, I went to, you know, I went to uh, University of Wisconsin-Madison. So I went to the 
website and kind of searched out the alumni association and said, Hey, maybe I can, maybe I can try networking with some people in my area who are from the school and maybe, maybe they'll offer me, maybe they can offer me some sort of assistance, uh, in terms of that. So check out the alumni association. There's a Las Vegas chapter. And so I've, I went to, uh, I went to a meetup they had on Sunday and met some met some great people and so I think that is going to be I think that is going to be a much more worthwhile avenue for me to to explore rather than just rather than just like blasting off my resume to these random companies who may or may not even be looking at the submissions so uh, so I've been doing that and uh, just kind of trying to network and, and do some other things and and kind of just just explore my options as much as possible and and hopefully it will lead to something and and I think sooner rather than later now that I'm taking some active steps and actually showing up in that realm of of things and that domain and the and the job hunting job searching domain I think it's only a matter of time before before something happens and something takes off so. I am I am optimistic at this point. So, and I have a feeling that if something like that happens, the 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 five to fifteen hours a week I spend at the poker table are going to be that much more enjoyable. And so, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to continuing with with that and and making poker my my hobby again. I think that's a pretty I think that will be an ideal situation. But for now, I'm enjoying the process of being kind of having everything kind of up in the air and and looking around for jobs while also just trying to balance poker with with everything else so with that i'm going to wrap it up again this has been kushlash in vegas the podcast i am taylor kusha and i hope you guys all have a wonderful day